Welcome to Design Your Life 2.0. I'm your host, Lindsay Gledhill. We in the second phase of our life many times are not sure which direction we want to go. This show is a weekly dose of personal development, success principles, and spiritual strategies for designing an epically aligned life for personal fulfillment. As we dive deeper into the things that will make us become more and more alive. Here's to reaching your wildest dreams with less hustle and grind. More ease, grace, and flow. I will be sharing real talks with thought leaders, spiritual luminaries, best-selling authors, successful entrepreneurs, and high-performance experts in an unfiltered transformational podcast. I hope that you're ready because things are about to get real for you. Good morning. My name is Lindsay Gledhill, and I will be your host on Design Your Life 2.0. I would like to start off by giving you a little bit of background about myself and where I was able to move into the personal development arena and just find more of myself as I grew up. I was born and raised here in Sacramento, California, and I'm the youngest of four. I've got an older brother who's 15 years older than I am, a sister that's 14 years older than I am, and my next oldest sister is eight years older than I am. And when I was born, we lived out in the country, had some acreage. We had some dairy cows that my older brother and my father would milk each morning. And at night, as a four-year-old, I would ride the last cow out of the barn, out into the pasture. And I enjoyed the farm life and appreciated where things came from. A lot of hard work and enjoyment in growing your own fruits and vegetables and milking cows to be able to have milk. So my beginnings were humble. My father worked at a sugar factory in Clarksburg, California. He actually helped dismantle the factory in another city in Idaho and was transferred down to California to help reinstate it or rebuild it. And then he worked there until he retired. My mother was a stay-at-home mom until I was in elementary school. And then she went to work for an office as a clerk. And my upbringing was very rewarding, even though we didn't have lots and lots of money. We had plenty to eat and clothes always to wear. But the main thing was that our family was always close. We always did things together. We worked together. We played together. And even though we lived out in the country, we would always have friends over or we would go over to friends' houses to do things and to enjoy socialization. So when I was young, I always enjoyed and appreciated sports. And at the ni- at the age of nine, I actually was able to join uh, Fruit Ridge Little League which was very rewarding for me. I played baseball up through some years of college, played Little League, Babe Ruth, and American Legion, and just enjoyed sports in general and was pretty good at most everything that I tried, but never excelled in any one thing. That's why I never became a professional athlete. But the thing is that as we go through our journey here in life, A lot of times we, not a lot, but most of the time, we follow in the same footsteps as our parents, the same habits, the same, not necessarily profession, but a lot of the same 
things that they do, we learn and we go through the same footsteps that they've gone through in their life. And a lot of things that they learned from their parents as well. My dad's dad actually worked at a sugar factory when my dad was younger and he retired from the sugar factory. Actually, he had a massive heart attack when he was 50. And uh, my dad had to step up and help take care of the family at that point in time. But a little bit about me, I have been doing taxes for over 30 years. I'm 66 years of age. I'm not a young kid, as you can probably tell by my voice. But the thing is that as we go through life, we always learn different things from different people at different stages in our life. And many times we might think, well, why couldn't I have learned that when I was younger? Because it would have helped me better, you know, prepare myself for other things along the way. But the thing is that things always happen for us and not necessarily to us. And if we can keep that in mind, that things happen for us at a specific time, at a specific place, and for a benefit for us and for our family and for others around us, that is the goal that we need to keep in mind and that things always happen for us. So I started my personal development journey about five years ago and just I wanted more. You know, when we're younger, we always start off and we think that I'm going to be rich, I'm going to be wealthy, have a nice house, have a great family, you know, a great job. But the thing is that many times we go through certain phases of our life, but we happen to fall into complacency. We just were satisfied with what we have, and we don't necessarily look beyond the scope of what we can become, but we just look at things as what we have, and we're satisfied with them. We're not necessarily looking to grow, to become famous or rich or anything of the sort, but um, we all have hopefully aspirations when we're younger, and we want to become better as we learn and we grow, and we always want to have things, comfort, and enjoyment in life. But a lot of times people chase the wrong things. You know, wealth isn't always money, money, money. Wealth can be good health. Wealth can be a wonderful family. Wealth can be wonderful friends. And, you know, if you acquire wealth as you go along your path and your journey, that's fine. But the thing is that as we serve other people, that's the key. And one of the things that I've found that has served me well is to engage people in conversation. One of the things that I've been doing for the last number of years is just stepping out of my comfort zone and striving to do things that I know can benefit myself as well as others. And as we do that, what's going to happen? We're going to grow and we're going to help other people grow. So one of the things that I've, I've experienced in past years and I'm hoping that through this podcast, I can help others step out of their comfort zone and realize that a lot of times people are stuck, but they don't know that they're stuck. And I was in that same boat for many years. I just kept doing the same thing over and over and over again, but really never looked to increase my knowledge or increase my worth other than I wanted to have more money. I wanted to be able to do more things. And as a consequence, I was a workaholic. I just wanted to work, 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 thinking that 
the more that I worked, the more that I'd be able to provide for my family and that they'd be happier with me. But the thing is that the harder you work and the more that you work, you're away from your family, the ones that matter the most to you. And the thing is that a lot of times it's not the money, but it's the time that is essential for them, especially when the kids are younger. They don't care about the fancy things. They may say so, but it's not necessarily the fancy things that are the important things to them at later years in their life. But it's the quality time that you spend with them and that one-on-one time that they get a chance to know what your dreams are, what your aspirations are, and how you can become those things. But it's by sharing those thoughts and those concepts with them and sharing the time with them that makes it important for them later on. So some of the things that I want to touch on during today's podcast is why is it that people are stuck and they don't know that they're stuck? Well, I found that speaking from personal experience, you're always chasing your own tail, that you're always trying to find that next gig and trying to generate some additional money so that you can do other things. But like I said, a lot of times it's not the other things that is more important for the wife and for the children but it's the quality time at home. It's sitting down with them and mapping things out, mapping out your life as a family, having a family council. Boy, that's a novel idea. Sitting down and finding out exactly what the kids want and where they're headed. A lot of times we, speaking from personal experience, is you just keep going and going and going, kind of like the ever-ready bunny. But the thing is that as we expand our thought process as we desire to become more and become better. One of the things that I learned a number of years ago is that what we can do, or what a lot of people are not aware of this, but one of the things that we can do is to get our own board of directors with people that have already been successful in areas that we want to accomplish. And we don't have to Go and talk to them and say, hey, I would like to have you be on my board of directors. But you can always ask questions, counsel with them, and find out what's worked for them, especially young couples that can find older couples that have the ideal family. The thing is that nobody really has everything because on the outside, people may think, oh, look at them. They've got everything that they need, but they may not have health. They may not have good family relationships. But when you know that people have good relationships, go and talk to them and find out what's worked for them. Find out what are some of the things that you did when you were younger that were beneficial to you and your family to be able to achieve what you have achieved thus far in your life. And, you know, make notes, write those things down, and then go back and work with your own family and see how you can incorporate those things into your own family life. Sometimes there are people that have been successful financially. Go ask them what are some of the things that they've done in their past that and maybe that what they're still currently doing that have helped them become financially successful. And write those things down. Take notes. As you write things down, you'll be able to reference back to them because our memory is not as good as it used to be. But the thing is that the more and more that we do things and write them down, we can always reference back to them, and it can be beneficial for us at a later point in time. 
because things, as things are written down on paper, it recalls the memory a lot better. So one of the other things that I have learned through my process of personal development, there's many, many principles that I'll be sharing and other speakers will be sharing on the podcast as well as we go along. But one of the things is that we need to make sure that we take 100% responsibility for our actions and for our outcomes. If we always blame others, the thing is that we're never going to take responsibility. And once you take responsibility and live up to what you're striving to achieve, you'll be able to be more and more successful as you do that. And as we do that, there's an equation that Jack Canfield teaches, which is E plus R equals O. And the event, or E is the event, Many times we cannot control the events that occur in our life, but we can always control the R, which is our response. If we respond positively and try and think, okay, how can I learn from this example, this experience, and then turn it into a positive, always look at positive things that happen in our life and not just, oh, this happened to me. Think of it as this happened for me and how can I turn it into a positive and learn from it? This is the greatest thing that has helped me in many, many situations. Sometimes I've had to bite my tongue. And by doing that, what's happened is I've been able to turn the outcome, the O, into a positive instead of a negative. And as we learn how to do that, E plus R equals O, like I said earlier, the events, many times we cannot control, but our response to the event is what we do have complete control over. And then by making that a positive, we'll be able to turn the outcome into a positive outcome as well. One of the other things that I would like to bring up at this point in time a lot of times we, there again, speaking from my own personal experience, we just go, 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 because we're chasing our own tail and we can never catch it. So one of the things that I would like to pass on through this podcast and through other experiences and, and principles that I'll be sharing and others will be sharing as well is that First of all, is you have to make sure that you've got a good relationship with yourself. You think, what do you mean? A good relationship with myself? Of course I do. Well, the thing is, how do you rate yourself on a scale of 1 to 10? Do you always feel that you're achieving the things that you're striving to achieve? Or are you putting things off and procrastinating and leaving those to be done tomorrow? So one of the things that I would like to ask you to do is to sit down and seriously, maybe even look in a mirror and ask yourself, Lindsay or self, on a scale of one to 10, how would you rate your relationship with yourself? And I'd like you to write it down. And here's the thing. If it's less than a 10, I would like you to ask yourself the following question. Okay, seemings it's a six or a seven, What would it take to make it a 10? And I'd like you to sit down with a paper and pencil and write those things out. What would it take to make it a 10? Because the thing is, if we're not on a good relationship with ourselves, 
how can we build relationships with other people if we don't have a positive mental attitude? And the thing is that we can ask the same question of our spouses, with our family members, with our coworkers, our boss, our employees, whoever, that you're always striving, hopefully, to improve relationships with other people and ask them that hard question and be willing to be open to hear what they have to say and write it down on a scale of one to 10. Ask your spouse, how would you relate our relationship? And be willing to receive the response. And there again, if it's anything less than a 10, make sure that you ask the question, okay, what would it take to make it a 10? That's one of the best ways that I've found and seen to be able to improve your relationships. And especially with yourself. If you don't have a good relationship with yourself, where you can look yourself in the mirror and you know, just praise yourself for the things that you've done, not to boast, but to build yourself up and to be able to have a better relationship with yourself. And one of the other things that I've learned through my personal development journey is that here's another thing. A lot of times we go through our day and we don't think that we're successful. But the thing is that many times we don't plan out our day in advance. And I've been guilty of that myself. And so if we start the night before and we kind of plan out what our day is going to look like and what we want to accomplish during the day and write it down and then keep it with us during the day, prioritize the things that we want to accomplish, the the main things that we want to accomplish at first. And then as you go through the list, check those off. And then at the end of the day, One of the things that I found that has helped me is to stand in front of the mirror. And whether you've got your list or not, you know the things that you were able to accomplish during the day. And stand in front of the mirror and celebrate yourself in the mirror. I know it sounds a little hokey, but you know what? It works. And sometimes you might even need to forewarn the family that, hey, I'm going to go in the bathroom, lock the door, look in the mirror. And if you hear me talking to myself, you know what? Don't think I'm losing it because I'm not. I'm just doing some personal self-reflection. But go and look in the mirror and look yourself in the eye and celebrate your wins for the day. And just tell yourself, you know what? You did great today. You were wonderful. You were happy. And just look at the positives and think about the positives and celebrate the positives. And At the end, and I've done this a number of times, and sometimes I get a little teary-eyed. Yes, I get teary-eyed at times. But when you talk to yourself and celebrate your wins, at the end, before you turn in at night, look in the mirror and say to yourself, Lindsay, I love you. Say it three times. Lindsay, I love you. Lindsay, I love you. I love you. And it may take a few times, but I can guarantee that as you continue to do that, you will get emotional and you'll have a greater love for yourself and a greater respect. And as you look yourself in the eye, in the mirror, you can see deep into the soul and you can reflect upon who you really are and what you're all about and the things and the greatness that 
is within you that are in there waiting just to come out and that you want to be able to share with other people. Because we each have greatness within us. But a lot of times we cut ourselves short and we don't apply those things that we know that we can and that we should. And kind of on the flip side, one of the things that I do in the morning, and I need to get back to it as well because I haven't done it for a while, is to start your day off with a positive attitude. And there again, you can start by looking yourself in the mirror and just building yourself up and smiling at yourself. Because as you smile, what happens? You build up your own energy and you get excited about the day that's about to unfold. And as you do that, what happens? You build yourself up and say, you know what? Today's going to be a great day. I'm going to go out and make it the best day that I can do today. Just fill yourself full of energy and just share your energy with other people as you go about your day. And there again, at the end, do the same thing that you do at night. Look yourself in the mirror and tell yourself three times, Lindsay, I love you. Lindsay, I love you. Lindsay, I love you. And it's one of the best ways that I've found to start your day off and to, you know, up-level your own energy and to be able to do things that normally you wouldn't be able to because of the fact that your energy level has now just up-leveled maybe 10, 15, 20%, maybe even 50% higher than it was before. But know that as you start your day and as you go out and you share your day with other people, that as you do so, the positivity that you're going to share is going to be a lot greater and that people are going to respect you. They may not even know you, but they're going to smile back at you because they can feel your energy that you're sharing with them. And one of the things I was going to do it later, but I'll just, I'll share it again later too. But one of the things that I just love to do is walk up to strange people and, you know, it can be at the bank can be at the grocery store can be anywhere. It can be in any sort of a business. And one of the things that I've done that has helped me and it helps my energy and it helps other people's energy as well is to walk up to them if they have a name tag, say, hey, John, you know, I heard something about you and I just need to confirm whether it's true or not. And a lot of times they might look at you like, who are you? And I don't even know who you are, but who have you been talking to? And so if they say, well, what did you hear? So my response is, well, I've heard that you're an amazing individual. Is this true? And you can't believe what will change in their persona. They can't help but smile now that you know that they are amazing. And, you know, they'll smile at you. You'll smile at them. And so my next question is, well, seeming that you're amazing, would you answer one other question? And most of the time they'll say, sure. So the second question is, well, seeming since amazing, seeming you're amazing, would you be willing to share with me one thing that makes you amazing? And I'll tell you, it's just like they have now just become your new best friend because you have taken an interest in them and you have recognized that they are an amazing individual. And it's just so, so fun to do that. And the thing is that, if it's a business that you frequented before, 
and you see them from time to time, the next time you go in, I almost guarantee that when they see you, they won't even have to say anything, but they just see you and they'll smile because they remember their last interaction that they had with you, that they were told that they are amazing. And it's just so much fun by engaging people in conversation and it helps them and it helps you because your energy level has just gone through the roof as well as theirs. And it's it's a lot of fun. And I'll share some other stories with you later on some other podcasts of some of the experiences I've had with some of the people that I've done that with. And even people walking down on the street, I actually have a, a T-shirt that I had made up that says, you are amazing. And I walk up to complete strangers and I'll say, you know, somebody told me about you and they said that this t-shirt explains you to the T. Is that true? And most of the time people will just stand there and read it and smile and they'll say, well, I guess. And so then I ask them the question, well, seeming you're amazing, what's one thing that makes you amazing? And I've gotten so many wonderful and amazing responses. So For today's first podcast, I just want to close off with that. I just want to let you know that you are amazing as an individual. You've got so many talents. You've got so many resources at your disposal. And that as we increase our energy, increase our vibration, and share our smiles with other people, what's going to happen? People are going to be drawn to us. And as we have more and more desires to be more fulfilled And as we share things with other people, they're going to be instruments to help us fulfill those needs. Thanks for listening, and I really hope that you enjoyed this week's episode. We live in a day where there are so many resources out there, and I hope that something that you heard today resonated with you. Please share it with a friend if you enjoyed it, and if you haven't already, subscribe, rate, and review the show on your favorite podcast player. Thanks for listening.